Check one, two. Check one, two, one, two. Good. You ready? This is all. Hey, it's Cassidy Pope, Gabby Barrett. It's Darius Rucker. Country. Hey, y'all, this is Luke Bryan. We're Runaway June. Scotty McCreary. Hey, it's Russell Dickerson here. News. New music from Lainey Wilson and a big surprise from Luke Combs. I'm Rebecca Porter, and here's everything you need to know in country music for the week of January 2nd, 2023. I am so excited to be kicking off this new year with you all. Thank you so much for joining me again. I am excited to dive into the news this week. It's another short episode, but still an exciting one. So let's dive into the hottest news in country music this week. The hottest. The hottest. Luke Combs is already making 2023 an exciting year. He teased a new song called Growing Up and Getting Old. And the song is so spectacular. It's definitely hitting me hard. I am headed towards my mid-30s, which I know is super young. But growing up and getting older, time moves faster and faster as it goes by. And everyone tells you that in your life. Your parents, aunts, uncles, anyone who's just of an older age, they tell you the older you get, the faster it goes. And it's so true. It's such a beautiful song. And it's definitely another number one from him. If you are a Luke Combs fan, you are going to love the snippet of this one. It's why he's a household name. He hits a home run every single time. Major congratulations are in order for Mr. Morgan Wallen. His single, You Proof, has made history on Billboard's country airplay chart. You Proof leads the list for a record-breaking ninth week. He has had a really incredible year, and the hit was written with big, loud label mate Ernest, as well as Ashley Gorley, Keith Smith, and Charlie Handsome. This is Morgan's seventh number one hit. Super hard to believe since, you know, he's he's been around for a while. But to me, it's, I mean, he's a superstar, of course, on the country charts. But he also hasn't been in the spotlight for very long. So it's pretty incredible that he's had the success that he has had. So again, sending a major congratulations his way. Luke Bryan and his wife's $18 million Florida Paradise Beach Mansion is for sale and it is out of this world. We have all the photos up on allcountrynews.com. You know, if you have $18 extra million laying around, this is definitely the place for you. It is absolutely stunning. It has one of those gorgeous infinity pools. Also, looking out at the ocean, there's some incredible decks and bunk beds and all sorts of fun stuff there it's truly unbelievable so again make sure you head to allcountrynews.com to check that out now and if you haven't signed up for our weekly newsletter make sure you do that you can get all this news and more quicker and have access to amazing articles like this the house is truly stunning so even if you just want to be a browser make sure you check it out more congratulations are in order, this time for Queen Miss Lainey Wilson. She sold out her first ever headlining tour, 
And it's just absolutely phenomenal. She has had the most incredible breakthrough year. She wrapped 2022 with an extremely successful week. She follows the double release of Middle Finger and Rock and Roll Hoochie Coo by officially selling out Country with a Flair tour. I am so beyond ecstatic for her. She is so incredible. It's been amazing to see her quick rise. And I'm sure on her end, it wasn't quick. But, you know, from being a new up and coming artist to flat out superstar to winning female vocalist of the year at the CMAs, it has just been an absolute pleasure to watch her come to the status that she has achieved. She is so incredible. And now with her on Yellowstone, I mean, there are just no boundaries she can't break. So if you missed out on tickets for that, I'm sorry, but I'm sure there will be some legit resale ones. So keep your eyes peeled for that. And you never know, she might add a few more dates. Speaking of Lainey, I think it's time we dive into the hottest releases in country music this week. The hottest. Continuing talking about Lainey, who I could talk about all the time, we have to talk about her latest releases, two new songs, which include a Rick Derringer cover, and they are absolutely spectacular. She did Spotify singles and did a reimagining of her song, Middle Finger, as well as a cover of Rock and Roll Hoochie Coo which also just happens to be the song that her and her band get pumped up to before they hit the stage, which I thought was so exciting. And the reimagining of Middle Finger is just absolute bliss. As I said earlier, there is nothing this girl can't do. Make sure you check these out. These are your must-listens for the week. Next up, we have Corey Kent with 2022 Tapes EP. And though we may have not many releases this week, because not a lot of people decide to release new music the first week of the year, we have absolute quality here. As I stated before, Lainey Wilson's releases, and now with Corey Kent's 2022 Tapes AP, which is absolutely insane. Now, for those of you who don't know what a work tape is, it's a rough recording done immediately after you finish writing a song, usually, but these are anything but rough. They are real, and you can hear the honesty in them, but they are anything but rough. Absolutely stunning, beautiful. There's four songs on here. Postcard, Same Heart, Different Break, still and betting on me and I am obsessed with the last track betting on me they are all absolute perfection though but betting on me is all about just laying it out on the line saying how you have these qualities if anything is going to happen you're betting on yourself you know that is who you are and you are going to be the one putting that out there and it's just such a great song every song on here is perfect also if you've listened to any previous episodes you know I'm a sucker for a really unique vocal and Corey Kent has one of the most unique male country music voices out in the industry right now it is honestly top to bottom perfection another must listen for the week For this week's episode, I was beyond lucky to sit down with Jay Allen. He is such an incredible artist, and he is married to the incredibly talented Kylie Morgan, who I've also been lucky enough to sit down with. 
We sat down to talk about his latest single, No Present Like the Time, super emotional, and also his recent stint on The Voice. He is an incredible artist, and I cannot wait for you to hear all about him here now. Well, hello. It's so nice to meet you. Hey, Rebecca. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? Doing good. It's been a, a gloomy day in Nashville, but we're surviving. It's gloomy here, too. I live just outside of Philadelphia, and it's been that way for a while. Right on. Yeah, it's kind of, I feel like there's like a little weird thing going on through the country right now, but wintertime. Yes, it is. Well, I have been so excited to talk to you, and I have to start off by wishing you a huge congratulations. You just got married. Yes. Oh, my goodness. That was a journey to get there, but we made it. <laughs> I know. And I know Bobby said this right before we started, but I got to talk to your wonderful wife, Kylie. Oh, and oh, and I'm just so happy for you guys. I looked through all your pictures and it looked like a gorgeous day. Thank you. It turned out to be so much better. I mean, obviously, the first go, uh, Hurricane Ian came through and took out our wedding venue. So we're obviously heartbroken, but so concerned about everyone else, you know, all of our friends and family in Fort Myers. So ended up being way better, to be honest. <laughs> so It was pretty cool. I, I'm not going to lie. I had no idea what was going to go down, but it was like it was like a concert. It was just unreal. So thank you. Oh, and I saw you brought your sister up, right, to sing with you. Yeah, um, I actually, that's uh, Kylie's little sister, Rayleigh. She has an amazing voice. She leads worship, worship in her church in Oklahoma. And um, I had planned this months and months ago to have her come up and sing a song with, for Kylie that I wrote called After You. I actually um, proposed to Kylie with that song here in Nashville um, last Memorial Day. So it was cool to sing that again, but to have Rayleigh step up there and sing it with me. It's a pretty special moment. Oh, I loved it. I watched the video. And uh, for anyone listening right now, definitely go to his page check it out I you might need a Kleenex but <laughs> <laughs> yes my world is evolving I should get a Kleenex endorsement <laughs> yes speaking of I that brings us to your latest release no yes. present like the time an absolutely stunning song and I was wondering if you would share with us how the song came about Sure. So, you know, the long end of it was um, I lost my mother to what's called early onset Alzheimer's um, in 2019. She was only 54 years old, really devastated our family. It was, you know, the hardest thing I've ever had to go through. It grew me up really quick. And uh, people grieve in their own way. For me, I put my head down and immediately went to war against the disease. And um, I never really fully... I. I I eventually did, but immediately did not take the time to allow myself to go through that process of grieving, which I think is so important now. I understand it even more so, but um, I ended up, you know, fighting against the disease. I played every gala benefit concert around the country. And, you know, I, we just found out that I helped raise a hundred million dollars to fight against Alzheimer's. So that was like my objective, my priority, um, instead of like taking care of myself and my heart and healing. Um, but when I did finally get to a point where I felt like I'd full, I had you'll never fully grieve the loss of a, anyone that you love. But I finally got to a point um, a couple months back where I felt like uh, I feel like I'm finally in a good place. This song came out of me and it, it was the phrase, you know, there's no time like the present. And I, I thought like, well, 
but it's also no present like the time. You know, time is such a gift, you know, especially when you lose someone, you realize how fleeting life is and how short it all is. And you start to recognize what's more important, what's most important. And that's, it's really the little things, you know, my biggest regret is not spending the physical time with my mother and said, I went on the road and I became an advocate for the National Alzheimer's Association. I wish I just would have slowed down and just spent time with her, you know? So now it's just like getting married and it's made me, it's made me a bit, you know, prepare me to be a good husband to Kylie. Um, it, uh, it's made me a better brother. It's made me a better son just to really slow down to take those phone calls, you know, to, uh, say, I love you to forgive quickly. Um, and that's really what the song is about. And, and I think a lot of people are taking it in different ways, which is cool to see, you know, I imagine like, um, a parent, you know, watching their children grow up in what seems like the blink of an eye. You know, I think about that. I think about people that take a chance on each other and fall in love and get married. Um, I think about people that may have regrets or want to take a chance on themselves finally. So it's really a, it's a song about love. It's a song about what really matters in life. So I could not be more proud of it. And um, I actually came off the show, The Voice, and uh, uh, I re-upped my my record deal and uh, they brought on a, a radio promo team. And I found out they want to take this on the country radio next year. So I'm so pumped. <laughs> oh my gosh. Congratulations. That's so exciting. Thank you. Thank you. And it really is. It's such a special song. And I think it's like you said, it can be taken in so many different ways. And I think it's just so incredible when artists like yourself allow themselves to be so vulnerable like that and share your story. Um, I'm sure you've heard this a lot, but I know this is one of those songs that's going to help a ton of people and make them feel seen and not alone so thank you because I just think it's such a beautiful song well, thank you Rebecca that's I mean that's really my hope and you know, when I first came to Nashville almost 10 years ago um, you know I did what I think every young aspiring artist does is that's how do I how do I succeed and uh, when I wrote the song Blank Stairs about my mother it really woke me up and, and made me realize it's not all about me. It's not all about us. It's about what can we do with our gifts to help others. And uh, God gave me the ability to write music and to sing. So I've used that song to, you know, try to make the world a better place. And I've really seen it happen. And so that's really my prerogative now as an artist. I think it's our obligation as artists to what good can we do and how can we help others and do something that's so much bigger than us with our music and our voice. So thank you for saying that. I, re I really, truly hope that's the case. I think I've already started to see it in the songs where I've been out a couple of days. So pretty cool. <laughs> that's so awesome. Well, I know I'm telling you, you are going to hear from so many people. As soon as I listened to it, I identified with it in so many ways as well. And it's just, again, not to repeat myself, it's just so beautiful. Thank you, Rebecca. Kind of you. <laughs> okay, so we've talked about new releases, and not to sound like a greedy fan, but can we expect more music from you in the new year? Absolutely. Um, so while I was on The Voice, we actually weren't allowed to release any new music or promote older music, uh, besides obviously the cause that I stand for with Alzheimer's and Blank Stairs. They actually let me sing that song on The Voice, which was so cool. But during that process, I, I really had a lot of time to write and kind of figure out what songs and what types of songs I want to start releasing. So now it's kind of like, let's go, you know, green light go. So 
as we're pushing no present like the time and, and um, amping up to go to radio early next year, I'm going to start releasing singles and just dropping music that I love. And I feel, I feel like will represent me well and help others too. So yes, many songs to come. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm very excited. I can't wait to hear them. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So every time I bring someone on the show, I like to call I like to play a game called Rebecca's Rapid Fire Questions. I'm in. Let's go. Take as long as you need to answer them, though. No real rush. <laughs> right on. Thank goodness. <laughs> All right. So since we are heading into the new year, I'm dying to know what are your New Year's resolutions? Yeah. Uh, so my biggest one is, I, I, you know, I always thought I want to get a song on the radio. We already talked about this, but. I, I kind of lost, um, I lost that dream for a while, kind of gave up on it, honestly, and it snuck up on me again. It was presented to me, really, the head of my record label, who has become a really good friend of mine, Emmanuel Zunz. He uh, started and runs 1RPM, which is the third largest music distribution and label services company in the world. Him and I became really good friends, and he really connected to No Present Life at the time because he had kidney disease. He needed a kidney, and I offered and was a perfect match to give him a kidney, so him and I became very close friends to that process. And I think that's why he related to this song. And he actually approached me the moment I came off the voice and asked to re-up my deal and take this song to radio. So now, you know, that is, you know, I think for the first time in a long time, I've decided I'm going to take a chance on myself and I'm going to fight to get this song on radio and fight for it to succeed. So my new year's resolution is to see no present like the time on country radio. Oh my gosh, I love that story. And I definitely think you'll be seeing this one blow up at radio for sure. We're manifesting <laughs> it. We're putting it out into the universe. Yes, let's put it out there. Pray for it. <laughs> okay, great. Next question. Well, you kind of just answered it because you're you're looking forward to releasing your single, but is there anything maybe outside of music that you're really looking forward to this year? Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to being a husband. I just, uh, I, Kylie and I, I feel like she's already been my wife. You know, it's just God led us together in such a cool way. And um, to see us kind of, we're in the same industry, but kind of different paths and to be able to support each other and love each other through the ups and the downs. And um, But when you actually become married, it's like, oh, wow. <laughs> this morning, uh, before I dropped her off at the airport, we were just standing in the kitchen and I was just looking at her. I'm like, you're my wife, you know, and I, I just like, I'm so grateful. And uh, it's another obligate, like a priority of mine just to be, a, be good at it. You know, so how can I be the best partner to her? So I'm looking forward to hopefully fulfilling and, you know, filling those shoes as best as possible. Well, that's the cutest answer I've ever gotten to that question. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to have to make sure she hears this interview. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give me those brownie points. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next question. So you spoke about the voice earlier, and I saw the process you went through and how you auditioned. It was so great to see but what I'd love to know is if you had to do it all over again what song would you choose to audition with this time so it's funny uh you actually don't get to choose the song so it, yeah now I can kind of I can tell people 
what really happens. You know, uh, I love the process. I learned so much and I've never done TV in that way before. So it really educated me. Um, but basically, they I started having conversations with the casting agency for The Voice a year ago. Like this is such a long process and they really get to know you. You do psych evaluations and um, you get to know the producers and um, they end up eventually they figure out, okay, this is the genre you're in. This is, you know, what you represent. And um, they end up giving you like a list of a hundred songs and you get to pick maybe like 20 out of that. And then after they get to know you, your story, your heart, how you want to be represented, how they want to represent you, then they choose that one song for you. So it was kind of when it came down to Till You Can't by Cody Johnson, I was like, that is a win for me. Uh, number one, I relate to that song so much. Um, number two, I actually know the songwriters. Um, so um, Ben Stennis was, he's a songwriter on that song, which was like, I think it was single of the year. We actually, I, another crazy thing, Kylie and I got to sit on the floor at the CMA Awards this year and walk the red carpet. And we were like 10 rows back and got to see Cody Johnson get up and sing single of the year right after I had performed it on The Voice. So <laughs> it was just unreal. So I, when I found out I was singing that song, I called Ben Stennis, one of the songwriters on the song. I, I said, I'm not supposed to tell you this, but I'm on my way to LA to film The Voice and they want me to sing Till You Can't by Cody Johnson. I know you wrote that song. This guy, Ben, burst into tears. He goes, oh my gosh, we were actually thinking, he goes, I don't know if you know this, but we were thinking about you and your story with losing your mother when we were writing that song. Ben's dad got dementia. The other songwriter, Matt, he, uh, his mom got a rare form got a, had a rare stroke and will never be the same again. So we cried and prayed over the phone. And I just feel like it was just God's plan for me to sing that song. So if I could go back and do it all over again, I don't think I'd change a thing to be honest, Rebecca. I think it was perfect. Exactly how it was supposed to go. Oh, I love that answer so much. And thanks for giving us a little peek into what the process is like for that. I figured yeah. You know, they have to be able to have the rights to perform them on the show. So I figured there was some sort of choosing going on behind the scenes for those. But that's really cool. Yeah, there was a list of a long list of yeses and a long list of no's. Please don't choose this. <laughs> yeah. But it was oh, good. that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Well, next question. Who would be a dream collaboration for you? Could be any genre. Yeah. So, um, my mother is who introduced me to country music when I was a kid. She picked me up um, from school. I grew up in this little town in Northeast Iowa, and I was a wrestler and a football player and all these things. And so she would pick me up after practice in this car that I hated so much. It was a 95 Buick LeSabre, and it was purple. I, I was just like, oh, my gosh, so embarrassing. But I ended up loving the experience because she picked me up with a smile on her face like Mama always did. She'd roll down the windows, and she'd crank up the local country radio station, and we'd sing every song at the top of our lungs. That's why I fell in love with the genre. And why I think I eventually found myself in Nashville and why I sing country music. But dad, on the other hand, is a hippie. And uh, he's got a shaved head. He used to have a mullet. I had a mullet too. Uh, he, now he has a shaved head. He has more tattoos than me. He loves rock and roll music. I remember um, I was 10 years old. He'd come downstairs with a jean jacket on with the collar popped. And then he had a matching jean jacket for me. And we took his motorcycle to my first ever concert. And it was sticks. So I was just, at 10 years old, I was just bumping to Mr. Roboto. So, I mean, I'm covered in tattoos. And I, I'm very influenced by alt rock music, like the late 90s, early 2000s. And so uh, I actually... Um, 
I've been a big fan of Chris Daughtry for a long time. Um, and uh, I actually got to meet him because he's an advocate for the National Alzheimer's Association as well. He lost his grandma to Alzheimer's. So we actually got to meet and uh, make friends and uh, we chat every now and then. And um, I'm probably going to pitch something to him soon to try to do a collab with Chris Daughtry. I think that would be so cool. Oh, I love that answer. Yes. <laughs> All right. So who are you listening to right now? So I, I listen to everything. Kylie's always blaring pop music like Halsey. She loves you know that type of music. Um, I listen to, I'm always listening to The Highway, Sirius X on The Highway. I listen to quite a bit of alt rock. We talked about that. And then I honestly, I really love Christian music, worship music. If I'm in the gym, I'm listening to worship music like Hillsong and Brandon Heath and you know, stuff that's really, you know, I'm always go, go, go. Worship music calms me down and it just like kind of chills out my spirit. And, and when I go to the gym, you know, that's my time of prayer and worship. So a lot of times I don't have time to go to church. So I'll watch it online or whatever. But going to the gym, cranking up my worship tunes, that is my time of worship. That's my church. So I, so it may surprise people, but I, I hope you hear it through my message and through my songs, especially No Present Life at the Time. I think it has like a worship element to it. So that's what I've been listening to a lot. And that's really what's gotten me through the last few years, too. So I hope that answers your question. I love that. And it's so funny you said that because I feel like it's always really surprising to hear what people work out to or like even what they study to. When I was in college, weirdly enough, I always studied to the Charlie Brown Christmas CD. Yes. I don't know why, but that was like the only thing that like, I guess, like kind of like my nerves, it would like settle me. And then I'd be like, you know, writing like 25 page papers or like studying for an exam. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so I always love hearing when people say like, oh, I work out, you know, to some sort of music like you do that you're like, oh my gosh, I never would expect someone to work out to that. Yeah, I'm like pumping like 250 pounds and like listening to like, you know, some United, you know, Hillsong United song or Passion or something like that. No one would have any idea, but that's what I'm <laughs> listening to. I love that. Well, that's what makes modern technology so cool because back in the day, before they even had headphones, you know, you had to listen to whatever was going on, but now you can be secretly listening to whatever you want and no one will ever know. That's right. <laughs> My little secret. <laughs> okay. So I have one more question for you sure. and it would be, who is your dream tour mate? Could be like an opener for you or are you opening for someone else? This is going to sound so tacky and so cheesy and I don't care. I would, I would love to go on tour with my wife, with Kylie. I would love for us to tour together. I want us to release music together. We've kind of like, I've written some songs that she put out. Like she put out a song called Island Day Cowboys. I actually wrote that during the pandemic wearing uh, pink banana swim trunks <laughs> sitting next to the pool. I want to call it Island Day Stallions, <laughs> but we call it Island Day Cowboys. Um, and then she's, you know, she's been featured on a few things that I've done. You can hear her voice on um, my song, Mustang on Mud Tires. And we wrote a song, you know, released called Hell Out of Me. And I'd love to do more of that. And I would love to find a way for us to be on the road together to co-headline shows. I think it'd be beautiful. So I, I don't care. I am so cheesy. here for that. <laughs> no, it's not cheesy at all. Also, I'm like a big romantic at heart. So this idea is 
perfection to me. <laughs> the new everyone says the new uh, the new Tim and Faith. I don't know if you could ever outdo Tim and Faith, but I mean, I think it's God put us together for a reason. I think it's kind of our duty to utilize our music to help each other, help others, and help each other and shine our light. And I think we be, become an even brighter light together. So I'd love to take that out on the road. I completely agree. And I hope you get to do that one day. That would be really cool. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for coming on. It's been so great getting to know you and hang out for a little bit. And I hope I catch you out on the road sometime this year. Come on, reach out and um, I'll uh, bring you backstage. Whatever you want to do, VIP, all access for you. Oh, you're, that's too kind. Thank you. I, I might have to take you up on that. <laughs> well, thank you for having me, Rebecca. Have a blessed rest of your day. Thank you, you too. That's all the country news I have for you this week. Visit allcountrynews.com for more news and content from your favorite artists. I'm Rebecca Porter, signing off for All Country News. Rebecca Porter. I run Women of Country Edits and Marin's Girls on Instagram. Both seek to celebrate women in the music industry and all things girl power. Thanks for listening. The All Country News podcast is produced by Horseshoe Media. You can submit your artist, organization, or event to us at allcountrynews.com for a chance to be featured. If you loved this episode, please rate and review our podcast wherever you're listening. Shout out to our friends Track 45 who recorded our amazing theme music for this podcast. All Country News. For more, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at All Country News. Visit us at allcountrynews.com to join our birthday club where you just might get a huge surprise from one of your favorite artists on your birthday. Subscribe to our weekly industry newsletter to get all the news you just heard in this podcast even earlier delivered straight to your inbox. And check out a new episode every Tuesday right here. All Country News.